Hey, Mystic Michaela spiritual family. Welcome to Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela. Today, I am going to be telling you the seven surprising lessons that I've learned from spirit, namely doing mediumship when I pick up energy from the other side. Now, these aren't your run of the mill, my love will go on messages. These are things that have shocked, surprised me, changed the way that I think and view the world. And I'm going to share seven of these lessons with you. But first, hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. I just wish that I would have like one message from Spirit. You get messages all the time. You just don't care unless they're about winning the lotto or something. Okay. Because I haven't got that <laughs> message yet. That yeah. Would, that, would make, that would make sense. Spirit's not going to let you win the lotto. You got to make right, right. <laughs> Know Your Aura podcasts forever. <laughs> okay. Well, we got 140 episodes. So. Okay. Well, if you're a listener, a longtime listener of the podcast, you know my Spirit Guide is Phoebe. Phoebe. Phoebe and myself. Phoebes. Phoebes, yeah, the Phoebes. <laughs> we don't always see eye to eye. It's we, awkward. Yeah, we've had about, I would say, a 10 to 15 year feud going right now. <laughs> and I'll say it one more time. I know I've said this many times on the podcast. Uh-huh. It all goes back to uh, when she told me to buy American Express stock versus Amazon stock. And that's another reason why I'm doing the podcast right now. Because if I would have bought the Amazon stock, it'd be a different story. But anyway, I, and I've, told, <laughs> I've told that before. But yeah. Um, yeah, we, we do fight. You know, I, I try to make up with her sometimes. Yes. I reach out a lot. Right. She never answers back. You yeah. know, I, I get I get ghosted a lot. She leaves me on scene. Oh. Yeah, she, on red? On red. Yeah. yeah. Or scene on Instagram. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. So scene on, your, on when you DM her, red when you text her. Exactly. Yeah. And, and she does. And Awkward. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> when your spirit guide leaves you on red, yes. that's like a whole, I think a lot of us. <laughs> <laughs> can relate to that yes. like is my spirit guide leaving me on red <laughs> i've been left on red by my spirit guide oh my god okay. i might be the first one to say that yeah, yeah. oh everyone's yeah. gonna keep That's they're good, all gonna copy it now uh, no it's, oh. gonna, it's gonna be a tweet i'm making a meme. a meme i'm making, you're a, meme. making a meme all right you're making all a meme. right it's done <laughs> <laughs> well she has given me a few messages in the past week or so so she has reached out okay. recently, just recently. This I think it was big. on Friday. 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 All right. What'd she say? Um, she said something like, we don't talk anymore. We don't talk anymore. Okay. Yeah, like that. We don't talk anymore. <laughs> All right. Okay, I didn't know that. <laughs> you don't, I didn't even understand what this one meant, but she said, you don't turn me on like a light bulb. Oh, you don't. You don't you turn don't me on. You don't turn me on like a light switch. <laughs> <laughs> like a light switch, right? Not a light bulb, but like a switch. Uh, yeah, I can't even remember. Uh, and then she said, you just don't, you just want attention. You, you don't want my heart. <laughs> yeah, that's not in my tune or key, so I won't be doing that one. But okay. What do, what do you mean by that? <laughs> no, I can't sing that one. Oh, like wait, oh, these are songs, obviously. They're not songs. Oh, whatever. Why? Who sings them? Charlie Puth, right? I don't know. I don't you know saw him. I don't you know watched who... the whole concert on the Today Show on Friday, and now you think you're cool. You think you I know would... who Charlie Puth is? You think I would know who Charlie? Puth <laughs> you do <is>. now. <laughs> you do now. All right. <laughs> anyway, all right, fine, whatever. I, Charlie Puth. Okay. All right, we're cool. Yeah. Well, we did start a new thing. Yes. On Instagram and TikTok. Uh, it's called Intro to Aura 101. Aura 101. So we have 140 something episodes of the podcast. And. Listen, I get it. It can be intimidating. I think some of you are a bit like perfectionistic. You're like, I can't start on episode 140 or 141. I, I have to, I have to know what she's talking about. The whole thing is called know your or. You probably have to know something before you listen to it, and you don't. You really don't. But 
I wanted, and you and I were like, oh, what's this? How can we do this? How can we make this easier for everybody? So we came up with Aura 101. So on TikTok, I'm the Mystic Michaela on TikTok. I'm Mystic Michaela on Instagram. Um, I'm going to be doing a series. I've already started it. it. You might be following it now. It's Aura 101. And every day is just a mini lesson. It's a mini lesson on each color. And I hope everyone likes it. I feel like it's a really easy way to dive into it because I'm trying to keep them like a little over a minute each. So in 10 minutes, you can know basically everything you need to know to listen to the podcast like today. And you can just get it right away. So so this is where we're, we're actually call to action, senior aura explainers, mystic Michaela spiritual family. We need you to send it to, I guess your friends and family who, you know, need an aura explain. Like, you know, those people that need it where you're looking at them and you're like, listen, you married a green. Okay. Like, and if you understand (laughs) that your life will make sense or you're super purple. Okay. Accept it. Deal with it. Like those people, you need to be able to talk to them like that. And if you need those people to understand, you can send them the series. Right. Yeah. Because yeah, if you've listened to all 140 episodes, yeah. I'm not sure why you did that, but um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But uh, you're an expert or explainer. Oh, you yeah. have to be, right? You're, you're point, a senior. You're, yeah. you're a senior, yeah. And yeah. The, the series that we created on Instagram and TikTok, well, I mean, it's not for you in the sense that that's going to be way too easy. It's so like, easy. Like baby, you're going to be like, this is baby stuff. You're like, too easy. I can do this in my sleep. <laughs> You know, that's how I was in college, and then I failed. Yeah. And then, so, so like, I don't have to go to any classes. Right. So what we're basically, <laughs> as, as Mystic Michaela said, what we're asking you is to help out the, the freshmen, you yeah. know, the newbies. The newbies, the, the new students. We're really students. riding this uh, yeah. school analogy yes, hard. we were teachers. Hard, by yeah. the way. Yeah. There's homework. Yeah, I, I'm going to do we, pop quizzes. It's going to happen. Ex teachers, it doesn't seem like we can get away from it fully. I like, I like, as soon as you were like, oh, let's do Aura 101, I'm like, oh, I got like really excited because I have like little lesson plans. And my teacher, neighbor, friend across the street, she's like, you need to do skits. <laughs> I'm like, all right. <laughs> she's got some sort of teacher idea. Now, and I want to do pop quizzes. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, actually, student of the month. <laughs> student, student of the month. <laughs> yeah. Graduation. Okay. A lot going on There's here. A, okay, you have group work. Very, you're very ambitious on this. I am. I'm ambitious. Okay. I don't know. Diplomas? Are we diplomas? Oh, yeah. Trophies? <laughs> Trophies, diplomas. Well, Gold we, stars? Yeah, we'd have to give everyone a trophy for our group. It's like a PDF trophy. Oh, you PDF all trophy. can download it. <laughs> okay. All the reds are starting to get they're getting ready. I like, it's my trophy. trophy. Yeah, my trophy. All right. So, actually, I was talking with my one of my discussion groups, our discussion groups the other day, um, about when you're out in public yeah. or you're talking to people that are not expert or explainers. Right. And I was saying to them, that is really hard for me to have a conversation anymore. And I might've, yeah. we might've mentioned oh, this we've earlier. Had, we've talked yeah, about we this talked about like a couple episodes when, ago. Because just in mid conversation, I'd be like, oh, that person's so yellow. Yeah. And, or that person's so blue. And it's like really easy for me to just say that. And I expect them to know what I mean. They yeah. don't, of course, but I mean, some people do, but most don't. But I was asking them. So like when you're out, and you're meeting new people. Do you, is that the same thing for you? And they were saying, yeah, we, we all talk with the colors too. Yeah. And I, I said, well, does sometimes does it get awkward? Like, you know, you, you're talking to maybe a coworker and you're like, oh, you're so yellow about that. And then they look at you like, you know, with a death stare. Yeah. Like, what, like, yo, what does that yeah, mean? What's yeah. going on with that? Can you- yeah. Some people are more into it than others, obviously. Like we all have those situations where you kind of bond with somebody and you're like, okay, they won't look at me like I'm crazy. Like we, we can talk a little quicker. What I notice with people, the easiest way to or explain somebody is in a, a particular moment that they're doing something. For example, 
at the fourth, we went to a neighbor's house for 4th of July and one of our neighbors brought this amazing salad and she always like, cause we always do potluck and she always brings such a thoughtful dish. You know, I'm just grabbing something at Publix, which is our grocery store last minute. Cause you know, I'm purple and I can't do that, but I, I really appreciate that. She's always making some beautiful dish and new recipe. And she's trying to really, um, you know, she shows her love that way and she's so blue and she loves watching people eat it and stuff. And so I just told her, I'm like, man, you're so blue, you know, like, and, and she's like, oh, what's that? And then I just told her, I'm like, oh, you love to feed people. And, you know, she's also a teacher and you're so caring about other people. You're very concerned with everybody, making sure everybody feels a part of things. You're always making sure, you know, kind of in the moment at the party, look, you're helping the hostess, you're telling everyone where to sit. You're not eating until you see everybody else is good. So you can sit like that kind of stuff. And she's like, Oh my God. Yeah. That's so me. It's like, like, what is so, and then she got more curious. Well, what does that mean? And what does this mean? And what does that mean? So I feel like the best way to explain somebody is when they, you see them doing something in the moment. So like if it's a coworker and you see them just being really good at spreadsheets or something, you're like, you are such yeah. a yellow. And I appreciate that. Like, what does that mean? So, right. but sometimes people, they're not into it, but they still have like questions or whatever. But I think the second you get the shutdown, which is like, I don't believe in that stuff like that. Um, and then it's kind of awkward. But it, okay. So the, the, okay. So obviously the person you're talking about is Beth. She's our neighbor. Yes. <laughs> it's kind of weird. Cause actually, you know, I always use at parties, I always get my food first You do, and I took it outside so she couldn't actually see me eating it. But then at one point I did see someone like kind of leering at me through the uh, patio <laughs> window. Like, Does he like it? So I think she was trying to get that, that reaction. I, I was like, I, is he happy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's so, a blue person. Right. But anyway, what about when – okay, so these are people that we know. These yeah. are like your cousins, your neighbors, whatever. But, yes. Okay, fine. Your coworkers. Right. Let, let's get them out of the picture for now. So now let's say you're just at a restaurant or something in public. Okay. And, you know, you see someone – maybe it's the waiter. I don't okay. know. Okay, yeah. And you don't know this person. Right. But sometimes can you tell – like, oh, they'd be – that person's down to here. Like, if I just go, hey, you're a purple, they're going to be like, yeah, well, tell me about that. Yeah. Or if there's, like, someone else, you're just like, there's no way. If I say this, I might, you know, get thrown out of the establishment. Right. That's just a vibe. That's just You a know vibe. what I mean? Okay. Like, you can tell if someone's cool and down to hear yeah. things. But you can tell Versus just if by... someone's, like, aggressive. Okay. Well, I think a lot of us ha- can tell yeah. a vibe on someone. It, like, if you're talking to a complete stranger, you yeah. have to kind of pick up a vibe, which okay. we all have the ability to do. Okay. Um, Could you tell if, like, let's say you have no interaction with this person, you're sitting across the room, could you get a vibe from that? Like, if they're open to hearing it or not? Yeah, just if you, yeah. Yeah, usually that that would be the purples Okay, are always open to hearing about it. Some greens, because they're always curious, what does that mean, you know, or whatever, they're like, let me tell me, turquoise is sure, let's go, let's talk about that all night, and I have ideas too, I'm a turquoise, and yellows, yeah, those take a minute to warm up to anything sometimes. So they usually, they're like processors. They have to think about it. Um, indigos won't be at the bar because they're at home. And uh, I'm just trying to think. And red people, it's a, that's a 50-50. Yeah, that, that, yeah. That's I'm like, a, yeah. why you tell me about me? Yeah. That's like red people. Well, look, I, I mean, I wear my Know Your Aura shirt all the time. You know, I've had a lot of mixed reactions with it. Some people <laughs> love me. Some people want to hit me. And, you know, I've heard a lot of bad things. Okay. okay. <laughs> I don't know. You know, insults, a lot of insults. All right. We got a couple of ads. And when we come back, how readings have influenced MM's view on certain things. Hey, Scotty, we are talking about green chef. Love it. We just had the spicy turkey and rice skillet tonight. 
Oh my god, amazing! It was really good. No, so ama- it was amazing. Actually, I'm eating some of it right now. Yeah, we have leftovers. Yeah. They give you a lot. What's your favorite part about it? I lo- I love the I, all almost all of the dishes I've had from them had these like red peppers, like yeah. fresh red peppers in them, and I love red peppers. So I just I just love that part about it. Yeah. So with Green Chef, they give you just amazing seasonal produce, premium proteins, organic ingredients you can trust. It's actually the number one meal kit for eating well. I love it because it's a time it's time saving recipes with again that fresh produce, these amazing flavors. Um, the kids get excited about eating it. Everybody tries it, and it saves me a lot of time by cutting down on weekly meal planning, prepping, grocery shopping. Also, they give it all to you at once so you're not like wasting a lot of money at the grocery store buying a ton of stuff that you're never going to use over and over and over again um so go to greenchef.com slash aura 135 and use code aura 135 to get 135 dollars off across five boxes and your first box ships free that's greenchef.com slash aura 135 and use code aura 135 to get 135 dollars off across five boxes and again that first box will ship free and again it's the number one meal kit for eating well and i love it and the kids do too so when you know more you can do more, right? What if you could use science to discover more about your body? Find out what you need for your healthier tomorrow with Everly Well. Everly Well is digital healthcare designed for you, all at an affordable and transparent price. With over 30 at-home lab tests, you'll be able to choose the test that makes the most sense for you to get the answers you need, like the women's health test or the food sensitivity test. Everly Well also has high-quality vitamins and supplements to support your overall health. You can choose from a variety of options, including vitamin D, three and omega-3 fish oil here is how it works very easy everly well ships products straight to you with everything needed in one package super duper easy to take your at-home lab test simply collect your sample and use the included prepaid shipping label to mail your test back to a certified lab your physician reviewed results get sent to your phone or device in just days and you can share the results with your primary care physician to help guide next steps if you ordered vitamins and supplements you can start adding them to your daily routine right away it is so simple over one million people have trusted everly well to support their health and wellness goals and you can too personally i have taken the food sensitivity test it gave me so much insight i was able to bring the results to my doctor and we talked about it and i've made some adjustments to my diet to help me just feel better i also got their vitamin d and i just like gummy vitamins it's just me i like it (laughs) and i always get that's always my thing like i always need a little more vitamin d you think living in florida that wouldn't be a problem but it is so i have their vitamin d supplements i take them every day they're very good and getting them was super easy and for listeners of the show everly well is offering a special discount of 20 percent off an at-home lab test at everlywell.com slash kya that's everlywell.com slash kya for 20 percent off your next at home lab test that's everlywell.com slash kya hey scotty hey guys well during the commercials phoebe (laughs) gave me another message what yes she said well that's just the way you are (laughs) like like, it wasn't even nice yeah she really likes charlie booth (laughs) (laughs) i think he's running out of hits here (laughs) he doesn't have that many i don't think (laughs) all right so we were when you were coming up with the 
when you were doing this topic, mm-hmm. you, you said you told me that there were some like major themes that run through life. Yeah. That you know you look at much differently now that you've been you know working with with spirit. Yeah. For this time, and and some of those issues were I think gender, religion, uh, death. Yeah. And I, I figured maybe we take each one of those and kind of see where your how your perspective has changed since uh, receiving messages from spirit and the line of work that you're in. So we'll start with gender. Yeah. So like when I get to do readings, I get to just have like little windows to the other side. And with those windows, cause I'm so I'm an empathic medium. It's like, I get overall, I guess like states of consciousness or perceptions that exist in like that universal place. And I guess growing up, like just, I mean, our generation, there was boys and girls, you know, and, and like, there wasn't, it wasn't even something anybody talked about, honestly. Now there's a lot of, and we've talked about it on here, different ways to interpret gender. And the way that I get it on the other side is, yeah, <laughs> it's a human thing. It's a, it's a condition of the human body to have a gender. And it, it influences us so much because of our society. But I just get over on the other side. It's just not that big of a deal. So it's one of those things where when people say they don't identify with their gender, they don't, uh, you know, they, they feel a certain way or a different gender, they, they don't define it as any gender. It makes a lot of sense over in that realm because gender is such a human biological condition. And even though it does do a lot just because of our life here in forming a lot of our personalities here in the long run on the other side in your eternal higher self version of you it's not something that even like i would say exists and a lot of times spirit guides they'll present themselves sometimes as male sometimes it's female but honestly it's more of kind of an androgynous vibe that i'll get because again it's almost like they'll appear to us a certain way so that we don't freak out or they're human-esque like that but it it again it's just meh, you know not a it's like in that movie um oh my gosh soul that disney movie soul okay you watched it once yeah like the spirit guides are just kind of like beings of light and the quiet coyote like that like that that's kind of more what it is like just uh, a being of light and that's really what we all are and like you know all, every remember all the souls were little like little light like little light you don't yeah. know if it's a boy or a girl it's just right, like right. a little being of light that's kind of what it is on the other side <laughs> so oh, it's okay. it's I guess it just, I never, I wasn't thinking about it like until I was doing readings and then doing readings like, oh yeah. So when people talk about that, it's like totally like, it makes sense to me just in, in how I interpret these things. Okay. So let, I mean, for someone like me that it takes many, many weeks for to understand. <laughs> you were zoning out during that. You're like, what? No, I just could I mean, I'm trying to, I was actually trying to just wrap my head around it. You a watch little bit. soul again. Yeah. Yeah. That, um, <laughs> so what you're saying is. And, you know, this stuff freaks me out, by the way. Okay. Oh, I know. It All does. Right, so, oh, no. Yeah. Okay. okay. I'm going to try not to have a freak out. All but right. what you're basically saying is, so when I pass, mm-hmm. then me being, I guess, me identifying as a male yeah. is only like on this earthly plane. And it really has, it's irrelevant once I pass? Yeah. What I it noticed. doesn't matter? Well, there's, that's a whole other thing. So I'm glad you brought that up. What I noticed is when people die, they stay who they are because they're waiting for other people to come with them. So usually when I do mediumship, I'll read, you know, somebody's mom or dad or kid or something who passed, like they're exactly 
they stay who they are for quite a while, and that's their choice. So you'd be Scott on the other side. So I'm still me. You're still you. So I pass. You're still you. I'm still me. You're still like that human identification, like that all that is still there. So someone is still going to come up to me and go, hey, Scotty. Sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. Because it's a choice that you make, and not everybody makes this choice, by the way. This doesn't happen with every single person I read on the other side. Not everyone makes this choice, but I would say like 99% of the people that I read who've passed make this choice to stay themselves because you're waiting for everybody to come with you. So... I'm waiting stay for, like, who am I waiting for? Your kids, oh, your grandkids, oh. maybe even your great grandkids. Like, you're going to wait a while. Okay. And then when everybody, yeah, and then now, what if you're like the last one or something? Then like, let's, <laughs> say everyone, let's say everyone's already died. It works out. It works the out. time is different on the other side than it is here. But some, that doesn't happen with everybody. Now, sometimes I'll read people who've passed, and I mean, I am generalizing big time here, but. People who have died by suicide, for example, sometimes they don't, they come through more like an entity or like a, like, cause they don't want to identify with being human, not all the time, but they don't always want to identify with being human anymore. They want to just go right back to the light and just be higher self identified a hundred percent. They don't want that anymore. This is deep. That's how I know when somebody has, um, perished by suicide because they don't want to connect with that pain anymore like at all okay that's like just a vibe i get that's just how i interpret it everybody so like you can i don't want to like trigger anybody or upset anybody that's just how what how i work i guess and how i can and sometimes like for even um is it like miscarriages or people who've lost little babies they'll come through more like beings of light sometimes that's what i call them beings of light even people who pass by suicide, like beings of light. That's how they come through because they want to be more, ident- they're more identified with the universal love that's bigger than all of us. There's, there is definite, I don't get to see everything on the other side. I can just feel different vibrations. There's different places. And there's a place you go that I feel like is a lot like, um, <laughs> just like you go, you have a job, you know, there's, you, you, you're you, you're waiting for everybody to join you, like that kind of thing. Yeah. But then there's also other places you can go to where you're more infused with the energy and you become part of the energy. Oh, geez. Blowing my mind here. What, um, what well, episode it, was that where we talked about your, your uh, fear of death? Oh, yeah. Let's what episode was that? No, I'm, still, okay. I'm still, I'm scared of that episode. So anyways, just to bring it back to gender. No, I, well, let me hold the, on a second. Okay. I, yeah, before you go back there, and okay. I know we're getting a little bit off topic here. Okay. You know, whatever. I'm sure what you just said, our listeners have thousands of questions right now. Okay. Because I have thousands of questions. It's just all I can give you is like what I get. Like so, I don't know a lot. It's just like yeah. what I've felt from doing various readings and trying to take like collective similarities in them. All right. And I, you don't have to answer this question. I just want it, to throw it out no, there. No, no. It's kind of like getting a history. Yeah. Like if you were – okay, the way that I do readings, think of it this way. How do historians take narratives from a bunch of people? Right? Like, if you weren't there, the right. best way to know what happened. Yeah, you got to collect the data. You got to go through the newspapers. You got to see if there was any interviews. If they're still alive, you got to get their, yeah. their interviews. Right. Same thing. So that's how I get my info. It's like I'm interviewing all these people who've passed, and I just kind of get a collective idea of what oh it gosh. is. Well, let me. Okay. So, the, and again, you do not have to answer this question. Okay. But, like, with going back to the people that have taken their lives. Yes. This, like, so this kind of blows my mind. Like, you know, sometimes you do it. 
it's an accident. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. And they'll say that when it is. Okay. Oh, yeah. Sometimes. You, oh, yeah. They're like, I did not mean to do that. Sometimes they've gotten that. Yeah, okay. Before. So that. Okay. So that's something different. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's like they overdose, or they're like, that was not my intention to do this or that. Because okay. there's oftentimes there's a lot of sometimes there's questions. Yeah. Like people be like, did they do that on purpose or not? And they come in running when they did not. They're like, that was super an accident. I did okay. not do that on purpose. You know, right. then there's some people that do it because they feel that there's no way out in, in Whatever, life itself. Whatever, the mental health crisis, I'm very right. sensitive to that. They, you know, they have something going something on happened. and I, their lives were suffering and, mm-hmm. you know, they died by suicide. So is it's that just different. Is that different? Yes, that's okay. different. And what if like it was an act like you did it like, you know, let's say and I just get real deep on you. I'm sorry here. Let's say it's like an act of war, you know, like you've been caught by the KGB. And they give you like the suicide pills. Like you get that's different. You got to kill yourself. If that's you... different. I had somebody who I read. Oh, she's probably listening. Um, her her good friend. I actually did a post about it. Oh. I was oh man, I forget all the details because it always leaves me. But she gave me a picture of a friend who, and I knew he passed. And then he was just showing me. I did a post about it, so I got better details in the post because it was more fresh in my mind then. Anyways, he was showing me like he died for other people. And and it was like an act of service. Yeah, well, he, what, yeah, an act yeah, of service. He put yeah. he put him like he sacrificed his life. He was in the army, and he sacrificed his life so that all his other soldiers, his okay. her soldiers, would live. So that's something that's completely, completely different. different. Okay. And he came through like I do it again. Okay. That's love. Okay. That's different. Wow. All right, that's incredible. All right, yeah. That, I'm sorry about that. I it just was like blowing my mind. When it's you were just talking different. About it. Like I think. Because I do get, I do do a lot of readings where people have lost somebody to suicide and it's very upsetting because why, 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 why? And I feel like if you could be in their minds just for a second, you'd get it. You know what I mean? Like there's something so wrong and there's so much suffering and there's so, it's awful. It's very terrible. And so it's just something that. They, you know, it's interesting how they connect differently to me in a reading because of it. All right, so we got we went on we went a little di- different direction here. Yeah, but they go into like a womb-like place. Yeah. I want to tell people this, like that beings of light, or like when I talk about going into the the bigger love, it's like a womb. It's like a place of safety where they're just totally smothered by love, so they can feel safe. Okay. All right. Do you want to go back to gender, or do you want to go into the next topic, religion? Yeah, let's talk about religion. All right, let's go to religion. I read so many people. I read Jewish people who've died, Christian people who've died, Hindu people who've died, Muslim people who've died. I'll tell you, everyone's in the same spot. Okay. So there's that. Um, I think what's important to people is tradition and remembering. So my view, I was raised very, 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 very Catholic. <laughs> okay. So my view on religion and growing up, like, because everybody was psychic and Catholic, it's like, meh, you know, but like my view just from reading everybody on the other side is... It's more about remembering tradition, honoring each other, and more about the practices because that that do that. So on the other side, if you want to go marry somebody who's not your religion, like they truly don't care, but they they really don't. I get that a lot. Like I get, and it, sometimes they just kind of want you to remember who you are, and they don't want you to forget them. And it's more about kind of like the memory and, and that love. Tradition is a great conduit for love. And it's a great conduit for ancestral connection. So tradition, and sometimes when religion or religion, 
religious practices can be conduits of um, mediumship with the people in your life who've passed. So, you know, you're Jewish, like maybe, you know, doing, what is it? What is it called on Saturdays? The, uh, like the The dinners. Yeah. Yeah. I don't do that. You don't, but maybe, but you have a problem not doing it now because your grandpa always did it a certain way. So I know that that's kind of like a thing for you, (laughs) but like people that do that and they're going to do it every Saturday, that's a great way to connect with people who died. Because it's more about that than doing the right thing to get to the right place to, you know, whatever. Um, it's more about connecting. So I feel like that's really what it is. Not that God's watching your every move and being like, nope. <laughs> like, okay. So nope. <laughs> so again. Demerit like that. To make sure I kind of understand this or just to ask a few questions on it. So let's say, you know, I have someone who's Catholic and mm-hmm. someone who's Muslim or whatever. It doesn't matter. Jewish. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. And, you know, let's say the, the grandparents have passed mm-hmm. and you still, you know, your, your parents are alive. Yeah. And maybe they would be against that. Maybe yeah. someone who was Catholic would be against someone marrying someone who was Muslim. Right. Okay. And then maybe like the excuse would be, oh, your grandparents would be yeah. mortified if nah. that you ever did this. You can't do this. This is, you're, they're going to be rolling over in their graves. The, yeah. the, you know, the term. Yeah. Is, so you're saying that's not true. In life. They definitely could have been right. like that. In the 3D. In the 3D. Right. Because they, you don't understand, like, in the 3D, people can get very stubborn about their religions because they think it's something, it's about something that it's not about. Okay. Because in the 5D or on the other side, it's more kind of like, just don't forget who you are and don't forget to connect with us. That's all. Right. That's but different. They no, they don't. They really, honestly, that. and a lot of times I'll get people on the other side coming through, like, just be happy. Just remember us. Just don't don't forget to bring yourself into this marriage. Don't forget to bring don't don't forget to tell the kids about us. You know, that that's more important. And those religious practices are more about that for them on the other side. And then but a hundred percent like that could have been a totally different vibe in the three day where they were Right. They could have been because they it's like a it's like a more literal interpretation. Okay. Because if you change your religion, it doesn't mean you're forgetting anybody. You know, or if you just don't, if you're not religious anymore, it just means you're not following some rules and stuff. It doesn't mean we can still remember and honor. Okay. So it's more about that. Jumping back to gender. Yeah. Does this, the same thing apply? What do you mean? So meaning grandparents have passed. Let's say a man wants to marry a man. Woman wants to marry a woman. Oh, yeah. Do they say same thing? Oh. Honestly, it's the same thing. Same thing. Like, I can tell you, I read, like... So many people, and I talk about this in the seven surprising signs, like the normal, most normal people, honestly, which is like most people who die, there is some sort of just your ego disintegrates when you pass. So there's a lot of like your weird misconceptions or like if you had any sort of issues in this lifetime, they don't all carry through that filter. And if they do, you got that's like a whole other thing I'm going to talk about, but no, nobody cares. Okay. It's, uh, it's really nobody. It's like, okay. Okay. <laughs> Because it's almost like when you die, you're like, oh, I get it. (laughs) (laughs) And it just hits you like, oh, that like, don't sweat the small stuff or that's so stupid or that's so little or that's just a way people are trying to control people or whatever. And they just care about you being happy and you living a healthy, connected life. That's all. That's Okay. That's really interesting. And by the way, this is fascinating. I'm learning this just like the listener is at home right now. The, I guess, I guess my question is like, there's, I guess some people, let's say, you know, take the gender issue 
you know, are very upset with that in, in this lifetime, right? They'd be very upset to yeah. find out their son was marrying another man. Right, or somebody was transgendered or, right, or, or whatever. something. Right, whatever yeah, the or, case may yeah. be. And, and then again, you said when they pass, that would kind of just yeah. go most of the time. Yeah, and I've talked away. about that too. Like I've had certain readings where they specifically... Okay. So, and, and what if you're you're someone like me? I don't I don't care. Like, just you know, what, is that different when I so when I pass, like that is not something that bothers me at all. So would that would you I just have stay, a different? You're already there then. I'm already you're there. Like, all right. So it doesn't. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> so like, there's no like lesson that I. In that, I need to learn a lot of lessons, in by that the way. Realm, but in that regard, yeah, I don't need to. In that realm, no. But, like, you know, there's probably other things. Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, there's 100,000 things. Yeah, more than that. We all but, got yeah. something. We all got, yeah, yeah. No, I have more than Like, yours person. will probably be like, Scott, you worried way too much about details. Okay. So I can see, like, your message, like, when you die, is going to be like, hey, don't worry so much about details. Would my me... Yeah, like, I, I wasted a lot of time worrying about details, like, that kind of thing. Would mine be, and this is like a total serious, oh, being like totally vulnerable here, would mine be that like you were, you doubted too much? Like you doubted this stuff too much? Like you yeah, didn't, you didn't can, believe it? You know, you didn't connect enough. You didn't connect enough. Yours would be like, you didn't, you didn't like allow yourself the vulnerability to connect as much as you should because they feel like you don't like to feel controlled. And maybe because you were raised religious, like you got this kind of almost like like contrarian viewpoint to anybody telling you how to connect or to connect at all or maybe you still associated with that subconsciously i don't know but like your i think your thing would be like yeah connect more feel it more, feel it more. but you had your gratitude moment we talked about that last I did, week yes i did so that was good yeah i mean mine god knows oh, yeah <laughs> but that's a good thing to think about too like what are the things that might be like shed off of me when i go to the other side yeah, I mean, it's like uh, a good thing to think about. Blowing my mind here. Um, do you want to the third oh, one? Death, death in general. This is not the end. This is honestly a crappy train station spot. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like this is like a dirty platform on the metro. <laughs> like I really believe that. Yeah, and you're supposed to make the most of it and um, meet great people. I really believe that. Like this is a spot where you gotta take what little you got and work with it the best you freaking can because the the train picks you back up and you don't know when it's picking you back up and takes you to where you're really going which is like the other side and beyond and beyond because it's not i'll read people on the other side and i'm telling you they're waiting they're waiting it's and it's not it's it's i don't know you want to call it heaven you want to call it i just call it the other side i just feel like there's different places there too so there's a beyond too but it's hard to read people. I can't connect to the people in the beyond. They're like very, these are people, sometimes somebody will be like, here's my great, great grandpa. Like, and it's like okay. a really old grainy photo. And I'm like, he's moved on. Like he's part of that beyond wherever that is. Yeah. Like he's like, that's where he's not himself anymore. He moved forward. All right. But, but let, I just have one more. Like, so yeah. what, do you, what do you say to the red boyfriend who's listening to this right now? <laughs> the red husband. He's on a road trip. The wife has him hostage. <laughs> listening, so to epi- many. listening to episode whatever it is, one forty one here. And what do you what do you say? Like well, when they're like, like, That's this not is, true. he's like, oh, we believe in this one lady. Yeah. Like, no, don't believe me. Go fa- go find it yourself. Yeah. That's what I tell you. Go find don't believe me. Don't believe anybody. Go find it yourself. Yeah. And how do you find it yourself? You go inward, you meditate, you connect, you ask 
whatever you want to call that which is greater than us, you ask that to connect you and show you things and you ask your higher self or which is the the potential, the best, highest potential, the eternal version of you to open your mind to new stuff and connection. So yeah, my thing is like, you don't have to believe me. Go, go believe yourself though. Well, I I mean, I guess it doesn't, and in some ways it's almost like we need, you know, you need to believe in you because if, or believe in this stuff or, I mean, then if it's not true and it's totally well, that's your Wrong. fear, right? That's, that's your my, fear. That's my fear. Then we've lost. Yeah. Any, then you've lost anyway. And there's no the, winning. Then there, you, there's no way to win. If you're incorrect, I'm not saying you're incorrect, but if you are incorrect, then we've all lost. Every every one of we us. We think lost. the world is set up like our brains are, yeah. and it's not. And you can go back to the pet episode too, because that's yeah. like a that's like a good way to kind of think of it. There's other perspectives of what life is. And our life is no different than a plant's life, or like you know, there's there's different perspectives on being here. And energy does, you can't, what is it? It's like a law. What is it? Um, you can't create or destroy energy. Yeah, you're energy. Yeah. So you're not ever going to be destroyed. You're going to but it, go into something else. And I will say that the people that I read on the other side, they do come through with personality and they come through with emotion. So those emotion sticks, love sticks, um, I guess like not how many degrees you had or how much money you had in the bank or, I mean, I know that's cliche, but none of that sticks, like how proud you were of like the yacht or the vacation or the house, like none of that sticks. The things that stick is like love. And so that comes through the things that stick is like, I'm here, I'm with you, notice me, connect with that sticks. So something, some part of you does stick. And I feel like those are the parts that are harvested in the emotions of love and pride and selflessness and all those kinds of things. All right. Well, that's what comes through. Again, you've, you've blown my mind here. Oh. It's going to take me weeks to process all this <laughs> stuff. Months probably. All right. We've got a couple ads. When we come back, you're going to do your seven lesson, unique lessons you learned from spirit. I needed to elevate my hair care routine and way just made it very easy to do that. Listen, after I had the kiddos, I experienced a lot of hair loss and I was really self-conscious and upset about it, but I really like whey products because they promote less shedding and they improve my scalp health. I especially am obsessed with their scalp serum and their leave-in conditioner, which is also a heat protectant, which I that's the only thing I use now on my hair when I'm going to straighten it or blow dry it. I use their leave-in conditioner because it detangles my hair and it protects against heat. So let's talk about their leave-in conditioner. It detangles hair and protects against heat up to 450 degrees to reduce damage, frizz, and flyaways for perfectly smooth and silky hair. It has tamarind seed extract for weightless hydration, vitamin E to detangle, and hydrolyzed proteins to protect against damage. It makes my hair feel amazing. It looks really shiny because of it. So find your way. Get a customized hair routine when you take their quiz at theway.com and use code Aura to get 15% off your purchase. That's 15% off your entire order at theway.com. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com. Code Aura. Again, theway.com. Code Aura. 
can you imagine anything better than right now your doorbell rings and there's a milk bar cake just waiting for you? That can happen. Or you could do that for a friend or you can do it for you and a friend. Why not? Share the sweet and savory goodness with your friends and family and send them a delicious treat. The perfect gift for any occasion. Forget the roses. Nothing says I love you like cake and cookies. James Beard award-winning celebrity chef Christina Tassi opened the first milk bar in 2008 and she's been wowing the world and not to mention her celebrity friends with her unique spin on iconic flavors ever since. Milk bar is the perfect gift for anyone and everyone in your life from birthdays to graduations to summer cookouts or just because. A few of milk bar's best sellers include their signature birthday cake with unfrosted sides, the salty sweet compost cookie, milk bar pie made from toasted oat crust and a gooey butter filling. And for a limited time, milk bar is offering their delicious new strawberry shortcake and cake truffles. Every milk bar creation is made fresh, then thoughtfully and beautifully packaged, really beautifully. So it arrives in perfect condition, ready to enjoy. They offer fast, even overnight nationwide delivery. So right now, Milk Bar has a special limited time offer. Get $10 off any order of $50 or more when you go to MilkBarStore.com slash KYA. You'll get 10 bucks off an order of $50 by going to MilkBarStore.com slash KYA. That's MilkBarStore.com slash KYA. I wanted to do this episode because spirit surprises me. All the time. I never know what I'm going to get when I do a reading, especially a mediumship reading. That's when you talk to people who've crossed over. And the ones on the other side always have things to show me. And there's always differences because different people have different things to say. But there are some commonalities. So I wanted to do this Lessons from Spirit episode that was different from, I think, what's out there. Because I don't know how else to say this. Sometimes it's cheesy. You know, it's like, don't get me wrong. I love the lessons from spirit that are a little bit cheesy, a little bit cliche, like love never dies. Of course it doesn't. And like, yes, but I wanted to do a little bit more specific lessons from spirit. And in a way, things that are kind of surprising or practical and things that made me think. So there's seven surprising lessons from spirit. Number one, justice. I'm going to come in hard here. Mm-hmm. justice all right so they're just not as concerned with it on the other side as we are here i had a woman and this has happened many times but uh here's an example i had a woman this was a long time ago her son was killed by a drunk driver and that drunk driver i mean it was just it was in litigation it seems like he got off and he really wasn't getting the punishment that he deserved and it was this long court thing it was just eating up the family i didn't know any of this i just got when the, the young man came in to me and and came through me, I just got this overwhelming sense, which I said, is it doesn't matter. Like it do, like whatever this fight is or who did it, it doesn't matter. And that doesn't mean that it doesn't matter. Like obviously it matters, but the and, and a lot of times when I do mediumship is I get oh, because I'm an empathic medium, so just how I I do it, I get people's feelings and personalities. And then I'll get this other thing sometimes, like they're knowing. And here's the thing. I'm just a person. So the only time I get 
to feel what goes on on the other side is during my readings, these like glimpses they're like little peak holes that I get into the other world. And it's not just what I see, it's what I feel. And so with him saying, it really doesn't matter. I got this knowing as if he understood something so profoundly that we can't relate to in this earth plane. We can a little bit what we can't. And it's kind of just like that guy, that drunk driver, he'll be taken care of. That's already done. Whatever that is, that's already done. And what's happening now is that the whole family is twisting and suffering and upset over something that it's already done. Justice has already been served on another plane, and it will be served in a way that is much more satisfactory and effective than you could ever imagine. And this is what I was getting. It's just that on this side in our 3D world, we're really big on like, okay, like what's the sentencing and, and how does he go to jail? And I'm not saying those things aren't important. They are very important. Justice is very important. It's just that feeling of these people, his family, the people that he loved were suffering. And they thought they were doing it for him and for his memory. And he was trying to say like, stop, like it doesn't matter. Do these other things instead. And that leads me to how people on the other side really like to be honored and remembered is do something that makes you happy or furthers your, your life because of them. So you know what? My son passed and I'm going to, I don't know, sponsor this thing that he would have loved me to sponsor. I'm going to do that. Or I'm going to go on this trip that I always wanted to go on and I never went, but I'm going to do it for him. I'm going to make that experience happen because of him. And that's really what they want you to do. They want you to take something, some nugget in there of good somewhere. And that's how they want you to remember them. So justice is something that it's been done. That was what I got. And it doesn't matter. And I feel like that can be triggering to hear, especially if you're going through something where justice is required. And like I said, I'm not saying justice isn't important and the court system is important. It's important for people to take personal responsibility and it's important for us to hold people who do wrong on a platform like 100%. Like I'm with you on that. So to me, that surprised me because I'm like, whoa, that's crazy. So I hope that makes sense. Two, the next thing I got, this kind of leads into it. Does that whole justice thing, like to that drunk driver or anybody who does wrong? And I was raised religious, so I was raised with there's heaven and hell, okay? That's not what I get on the other side. I don't get those things. I get something I like to call a timeout. <laughs> That's all I can explain. It feels like a timeout. Let me explain this to you. I've had multiple readings like this, but here's an example. I was reading a woman. She didn't want to talk to her dad who died, but he was kind of faintly coming through and she didn't want to talk to him. And I'm like, all right, we're not talking to him. He had abused her terribly growing up and he was coming through like, I don't know how to explain it. Cause again, it's a feeling I was getting and it was him like begging to be heard, begging. And I put the wall up like, nope, we're not talking to you. But what was interesting about it, and I've gotten this in a lot of other times too, when somebody who did very, very, I mean, very wrong on the other side. He was in a timeout. And what I feel like the timeout is, because this is the feeling I get, it's a place that you sit. And remember, it's eternity. <laughs> so you can sit there a very long time. And I wouldn't call it hell because nothing bad happens to you. But actually the worst thing, the most honest thing happens to you. You sit there until you flippin' get it. 
And by get it, I mean every single piece of you disintegrates until you see exactly how you made another person suffer, how you killed their potential. Every single feeling you made them feel because of what you did, you feel yourself. And, and it's, and you'll sit there till you get it. And it is this place where all of a sudden, when you do get it, you are like, Oh my God, I did that. And it is a revelation and nobody coddles you and nobody pats you on the head and said, it's okay. And nobody does that. It's like, sit with it, sit with it. And that's what I like to call time out. And Listen, that doesn't happen if you're like, because all you empaths listening are like, oh my gosh, I was mean to somebody on the bus in middle school. Okay, I'm not saying that's like you. I'm talking about people that did very, very horrific things and they get the time out. All right, personal responsibility. That leads me to this. On the other side, no matter who you are, when we pass, we have to take the responsibility for like everything. And it's not... This victim thing, like you don't play victim in spirit. Well, he made me do it or this good. Nope. There's just what you did and you understand it. I've had multiple people who I've channeled die from different things and they'll admit like, yeah, they could have done things a little different. So here's an example. I had this one person and he came through and I just knew it was an overdose because I can just feel that sometimes. Like I didn't mean to die. Like that's kind of how it feels. And, but he kind of came through like, I didn't mean to die, but I also like, uh, it's my fault. It's still my fault, but I didn't mean to like that. And apparently he was found, um, passed, he was found passed in a hotel and it looked like, because he was an addict, which is a terrible affliction. And it looked like what happened was somebody sold him something that was very bad and not what he bargained for. And it killed him immediately. But instead on the other side, like him being, Oh, it's the, you know, mad at the person who sold it to him or anything like that. It was just kind of like, oh, it was me. I did it. And of course he didn't do it. Somebody sold him this stuff. He didn't mean to die. But at the same time, he's coming through with like a personal responsibility. Like, listen, like all these behaviors and actions and thought processes and things I didn't deal with and things I couldn't deal with, or it was a path I took and, and I own it. And I will feel that in anybody who passes, honestly, anybody who passes, who maybe passed too soon and it was something that could have been prevented or something, I'll get that a lot. And it surprises me because they're not like angry at anybody else or whatever. And they're not even upset that they're taking personal responsibility. It's more just kind of like I own it. And there's like such a freedom in them on the other side owning it. Kind of like it makes them calm. And they also do it for you. They're like, listen, I'm owning that. So you don't have to go through all the things you should have with quotes around done to save me from myself. I'll get people too, like who, um, who die from health issues sometimes that maybe they weren't treating their bodies the best way they could have in their life. They'll own that too. But what do we do when somebody we love passes in one of these bad ways in, in a health way or, or an overdose or an accident or something like that? Oh, I should have called. Oh, I should have made them go to the doctor. Oh, I should have tried again with that rehab. Oh, I should never have given. You sit there and do that. But on the other side, they're like, listen, it was me. And that's like their way of trying to give you freedom so that always surprises me too. 
And a lot of times they'll also come through, especially people who die from health issues. And this could be people with, they didn't take great care of their bodies, or also this could be people who they took on too much of other people's stuff and they got very run down in life and it probably didn't help them fight whatever issue they had going on health-wise. They'll say, you know, prioritize yourself. I'll get that a lot. Self-prioritize. Don't give your precious energy away. I mean, they'll come through in many ways saying this. So, and, and then in a reading, they'll get specific, like stop dealing with your aunt. You know, don't talk, don't deal with your brother. If he's going to be like that, just be polite. Or, you know, they, they, they give you specific examples in your own life where you're probably doing that. And they're like, stop it. Just stop it and take care of yourself. Self-prioritize. Um, okay. Number four, regret. This is a tricky one because this is kind of sometimes regret here is where we beat ourselves up. Like on this plane, like when I have regrets, I'm sitting there at 3 a.m. yelling at myself. <laughs> like, oh my God, it's like the worst, you know? Like I should have done this. I should have done this. Why didn't I do this? I'm so, oh my gosh, I, I wish I could go back in time. Why can't I? All that. On the other side, regret is more just kind of like a life lesson. Like I see it now. And I should have done things differently. And I'm giving you this message so that you know that I acknowledge I should have done things differently. That's kind of like, I guess, my explanation of regret on the other side. And again, a lot of times this is like a feeling. So I'll give you an example of that. I had a reading not too long ago and somebody's dad had passed and he just didn't show up a lot in life. He didn't show up for, they were divorced. Mom and dad were divorced and dad just didn't show up. I mean, he didn't, he didn't show up for birthday parties. He didn't show up for this. He didn't show up for that. He and and he was kind of showing me that he didn't ha- he had many insecurities and one of them was he didn't have money, so he hated showing up and he knows he wasn't able to I don't know buy your school supplies this year or get you a birthday gift or contribute, but his regret his was like I should have showed up anyways because showing up matters. And you don't have to show up the way that you think you need to. You just got to show up at all. Because in the long run, that's what matters. That's what matters to that little kid that I was reading who's now an adult. Like maybe if dad had just showed up just exactly how he was with nothing, but he, he showed up at least, it would have been better than nothing. Because when you don't do something because of your own insecurities or you don't feel like you can do something until... I don't know, you look a certain way on paper, your life a certain way, or you have enough money or you, whatever, you look a certain way. You're really making other people suffer because they want you there. They just want to know that you, you cared enough to show up, even if you couldn't show up at your perceived best. So that was kind of like a big message. Show up, show up and say it, show up and say it. Otherwise you will have that regret later that you didn't. Um, okay. Number five. Oh, this one's a funny one. Very practical. Don't leave stuff too disorganized. Okay. Now we all can't be yellow. (laughs) Who are the ones that have a system of organization when they pass? It's pretty good. Uh, I know people who make whole binders, whole binders and they're alive. I, and they have whole binders with, with tabs. Here's what you do here. Here's the bills. Here's my funeral arrangements. Here's what songs to play. Here's where you find this. Here's where you find that. <laughs> okay. Not everybody's that great. You don't have to be that organized, but don't leave stuff too disorganized when you die. And I'll tell you why. The amount of readings I have <laughs> where 
someone on the other side is so frustrated that they're watching everyone try to figure out their system of organization so they can figure out the estate or who's supposed to get what or what's going on here where they hid money or something you have to sit on the other side and like watch everyone get like look and get it wrong and fight with each other and squabble and and go through all your stuff and just be like what the heck was where like, you know what were you thinking you got to watch that and it's so imagine the frustration you're gonna feel and i just feel that so much from people who've passed that i have to tell you a very practical piece of advice i mean write down your passwords with your you know accounts like just do it just have some tell a couple people just listen this is where all my banking information's kept i don't know just like have it set up so that you don't have to ever be on the other side just like really annoyed that you have to watch everyone sifting through your stuff and not finding things okay number six stop with the guilt easier said than done right it's easier said than done sometimes when somebody passes you feel guilty I, oh, this was, this is a hard one. I had, um, a reading recently with a lovely young mom. So beautiful. Lost her little, I want to say eight month baby boy. He was eight months. SIDS. So of course it's not her fault, but how traumatizing, right? And I mean, this is where it gets hard because I'm a mom too. So this isn't me giving advice. This isn't like me myself giving you advice when I do a reading. It's spirit giving you advice. But I have to really clarify that because I'm just the phone. I'm just the messenger. I'm just, I'm just the vessel. So I'm not sitting there telling you what to do, but spirit comes through very strong. And they were telling her not to, not to feel guilty about it. But as a mom myself, it's even hard to deliver a message sometimes like that because I'm like, of course, of course you do. I mean, I will like that's normal, right? Because <laughs> you're the mom. Everything is your fault when you're a parent. So, but she was really struggling a lot with this. She was struggling a lot, obviously. But a big message I was getting is stop with the guilt. You have to remember them with love, not guilt. And guilt actually becomes a wall because guilt is a very 3D vibration it's a very 3d emotion doesn't exist on the other side um personal responsibility exists on the other side and a, a feeling of wanting to fix it and a feeling of just apology exists on the other side but guilt isn't something that works over there because guilt is a really tricky feature of the ego because our human selves like Guilt is our way to make us the star of the show. And that's what the ego likes to make us do. Make us the star of the show all the time. And guilt is one of the tricky ways that it does that. Like, because what you're really saying is it's my fault. I'm important enough that somehow I couldn't fix this. And it's a tough pill to swallow because sometimes we want to abuse ourselves and the ego wants to abuse ourselves. The ego wants to abuse you and how it's going to abuse you is with guilt. So even like letting the guilt go can feel like I don't deserve this. I need to be punished and guilt helps do that very effectively. So anyway, so guilt doesn't really work if you want to connect with people on the other side. It's a normal emotion and it's going, you're going to feel it. So when you feel that, I should have, would have, could have let it flow through you. Okay. 
I hear you. I acknowledge you. I know you're my guilt. I know you're a function of the ego. I understand why you're here. You're here because I feel the need to be punished because it's the only thing that vibrates the same as the pain. But now what? And then back to what I said on the first lesson, which is doing something to honor somebody instead. That's like a wonderful way to connect with that energy because that's at least productive. And spirit loves when you're productive, when you take something and do something with it. Last one, number seven, they still care. And this depends on the personality of the person who passed. I can't tell you how many grandmas I get. (laughs) I mean, they're up on the gossip, 100%. Who's dating who? Who's marrying who? Who's going to get divorced soon? Who's having babies? Um, who's being annoying, which aunt is crazy. I mean, they're on it. They're on top of it. Um, (laughs) they also, another thing, if they, if they died before you knew them, they still care. And I try to tell this to people, like, I'll be like, Oh my God, your grandpa is coming through. Oh yeah. Well, I didn't know him. He died when I was two. Okay. Here's the deal. Let's say, God forbid, knock on wood, all that you died Okay, you would still like right now, you would still care about people who might not know you, like maybe your young children or the children of your children or even future future people in your life. Like you're still going to care about them because you knew them, you know, so it's just something that I have to remind everybody once in a while, like they still care. And on top of it, they're very up on the gossip. They're very up on it. (laughs) And those are the people usually coming through. I like I like those mediumship readings a lot because these are sometimes a, a lot of times like older people who passed who are more prepared to go. And so it's almost like, oh, I get to sit back. I get to watch everybody. This is great. And finally, and it, I didn't put this as one of the, the lessons, but it kind of ties into this. There's a perspective that I'm so blessed to be able to get from when I read people on the other side. And the perspective is that... That isn't actually death. And I know, and here's this, I guess this is the cheesy part that I said I'd avoid, but it's just a perspective I get. It's like a different place. It's a different place and it's real and it's different and we can't understand it a hundred percent because we're so human connected. But sometimes those people that I get who are, were ready to pass another over there, they're like really happy and they feel good. And they know in time, all the things you're going through, they have perspective on it. Oh, you're going through this or so-and-so is going through this or so-and-so has this burden to bear across the bear right now and all that. And they're with you and all that, but I get that kind of perspective. And I told somebody this the other day, it's kind of like, um, when I, how do I put this? If you have kids, you know what I'm talking about? Like when you drop your kid off at school, especially the second kid or the third kid, you know, not not the first kid, but when you drop a kid off at school and they're clinging to your leg and they're like, I miss you. Don't leave me. Don't leave me. You pry them off you and you're like, you're good. And you know, they're good. And you know, this is good for them. And you know, you'll be back to get them at the end of the day. And that's the closest thing I can come to explaining how people on the other side who are really prepared to go and and the majority of people, honestly, that I read on the other side, that's how they feel about you. They know it's, you know what? Life is tough. Yeah. You're learning a lot of lessons. Okay. You might get home. You might miss me, but I'll be there at the end of the day. And they are. They're there at the end of the day to collect you and take you with them to the next step on the other side so that you can experience whatever 
whatever window this is becomes a door and you get to walk through. I hope this helped you a little bit. I, if you're, if you like this, I'd love to collect. I can do more lessons from the other side. I get that are a bit surprising. You'll let me know. Hey, Scotty. Hey guys. So while you were, you know, talking about those seven signs that you received, seven messages that you received, Phoebe, she gave me another message. Okay. I think she's finally reaching out to me. I think she wants to mend everything. She basically told me that she's only one call away. She's one call away. <laughs> okay. She's one call away. <laughs> All right. Charlie Puth. I bet you follow him now on TikTok, don't you? No. <laughs> All right. So last week we talked about, I guess, like how each aura color is affected in staying in a comfort zone and leaving a comfort zone. And so I asked the Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family Facebook group to share their own stories of leaving a comfort zone and how they did it and what it felt like in their aura colors too. And wow, you guys always... You guys always come out with like amazing stuff, very inspirational. I can imagine just any, because I was feeling this way as I was reading them, like very inspired by everything that you're saying. Um, so we chose a few to read here. So go ahead, Scott. All right, I'll go first. All right. Uh, the first one I chose was from Alex. Mm-hmm. And she writes, I moved out of my hometown. The reason why I, you know, I pick it for different reasons than you do, obviously. Yeah. I, I think I know her hometown. I think she was uh, from Buffalo. Okay. I moved out of my hometown during the pandemic with no game plan. And for the first time in my life since then, I've been going more with the flow and not feeling guilty about it. Honestly, it has been the best thing, less stressful, and more energy for other things. I still struggle with being the person others viewed me in my teenage and most of my 20s, but deep down, I do enjoy other things and prefer them to going out. She is a purple, red confirmed. So one of the big ones that kept coming up on the page was moving. Yeah. So she you know, needed a change of scenery from, I, guess, I think it's Buffalo. Uh, and I guess when she moved, right, she, you know, she talked about how people viewed her in her twenties and her teenage years. And now people are probably viewing her differently. She's like a brand new person, brand new person in the new place that she went to. Yes. And I think like, I mean, all of us can relate to that. You don't have to continue who you are when you move. You can, you can, (laughs) that's so funny. It's true. So somebody once told me one of my coworkers moved to Ohio this forever ago when I lived in Buffalo and she's like, I could just be a person that wears a hat. Like, I could be a person who wears a hat, and everybody just thinks I'm a person who wears a hat. <laughs> like, you know, right. and that's just, like, another way of saying it. Yeah. Um, it's like, yeah, you could totally be a person. Nobody question it. You know, that could be you. Yeah. <laughs> but it's true. So it's hard. And I give her a lot of, you know, good for her because being red, it can be hard to change your ways. You can be a very cr- huge creature of habit. And uh, and she did it. That's oh, awesome. Oh, yeah. I mean, for a red... Doing that move is yeah. – that's huge. That, that's a way out of the comfort zone. It's a big zone. deal. It's like, oh, I got to find a new doctor. Yeah. I mean, that's huge. Or a new yeah. gym. Yeah. I mean, one of the reasons why I don't move <laughs> is because I have to change dentists. And I'm not really fond of my dentist. I mean – It's just that you know them already. But I know them and they know how horrible I am at the dentist. So if I went somewhere else, like let's yeah. say to North Carolina or something, <laughs> I would have to find a new dentist there. And yeah. that's a that would be way too out of my comfort zone. Yeah. Okay. Two people Scott will stalk, his hairstylist and his dentist. Right. It, like uncomfortably so. Right. <laughs> Just put that out there. Okay. All right. Mine is from Jess. She wrote, unconfirmed turquoise, looks like indigo blue, recently decided to transition from my corporate life to counseling. She is turquoise and like blue coise. 
Uh, she put a picture of herself in there. It's going to be a three-year process and difficult, but I know it'll be worth it. Some people think I'm crazy to abandon a lucrative career to go help people, but I know it is the right decision for me. I honestly can't wait to start the second phase of my life. Heck yeah. Yeah, as empaths, it's so hard to leave other people's, um, I guess, thoughts of what success are and understand that you're making them feel triggered or insecure or like... I don't know, questioning themselves. Like you, all those things can keep you in a comfort zone because you don't want the people around you, especially when you're empath, you don't want to feel them getting triggered or insecure, or questioning themselves or being like, what are you doing that for? That doesn't make sense or that or the judgment or anything. So that's a huge deal that she made that leap in spite of it all. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, definitely. All right. I have one also about job. job and that was another big key theme people yeah. leaving jobs or leaving comfy jobs mm -hmm. and do other things. And this, that was mine. I have Linda here and she's purple blue. And she said she's given up on trying to hold a normie job. That's why I actually <laughs> picked it. Cause I wanted to say normie. Normie. Yeah. Normie job. I get it. All right. So giving up on trying to hold a normie job and nurturing her spiritual gifts, but also letting go of people that don't understand me, even when it's my whole family. So. <laughs> <laughs> like even when it's just everybody. Yeah. She tried to explain them. <laughs> And she got those nasty comments like I did. Or just like, like the did. blank stares. Like, are yeah. you okay? <laughs> did you join a cult? <laughs> my real family <laughs> is the one I created with my husband my lo and my loving friendships and the hosts of KYA that I love the most. Oh, that's no, nice. That. <laughs> I nice added that. You added that. I added that one. But yeah, okay. We, we get that. And that actually, I picked that one because it, you know, tied into the beginning part where yeah, totally. you know, you're trying to tell people about it and they just it's like when, some, when people don't, don't get you and your whole life you've just been making sure you're digestible for them like that can be a comfort zone that you got to leave like you know what i don't care if like i'm a tough pill to swallow anymore sorry love me or leave me you know yeah. and i'll just focus on people that don't make me feel that way yeah. that's that's huge okay. all right yeah. i got one from shana and shana writes one big step out of my zone is when I moved. Oh, yeah, moving again from my hometown in Indiana to Arizona. I saw all the signs and spirit symbols pointing me to Arizona, but I had to push myself to take that leap. And then it was like I forced in a way, I was forced in a way by the universe. I have been here for almost four years now, and everything I've always dreamed of has fallen into place my job, my family, my home. I'm blessed because of this journey I took. I'm indigo purple, and I can say, I much rather be a creature of habit and stay with what's comfortable and familiar. But in that environment, I wasn't growing, which is, you know, indigo. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, so she pushed herself and look, what do they call it? We talked about it last week. It's called optimal anxiety, um, where you're in a comfort zone. I talked about this on last week's episode, if you don't listen, and then you have to go into optimal anxiety to get out of it. But that's when your life improves. And I was telling my, uh, my friend about it, who's a special education teacher. And I was explaining to her, she's like, oh, we call that a productive struggle. And, and children need to have productive struggles in order to learn more and improve. And I'm like, that's so cool. You know, I just love that correlation. Productive struggles. All right. <laughs> All right. I'll do one more. Uh, before I even start it, I'm just going to call overtime. Oh, okay. overtime. overtime. So Nothing again, counts. If you're a new listener, oh, Lord. what overtime means is basically anything that I say, not so much you because you never say anything <laughs> off-putting, but anything that I say <laughs> – that's, you know, weird or whatever, because I've already called overtime. So okay. Oh, okay. God. So, I did not screen what you're talking about. I just have to put yeah. a little disclaimer. So, but, I don't know what he's about to say. If it's triggering or upsetting, no, I'm pre-apologizing. But, but, I call, but here's the thing with overtime. If I call overtime, yeah. then it becomes, it, the onus goes off of me. It's on you. It's on you. It's, it's on, on you. the listener You stayed. Now. You have your opportunity. Turn it off now. <laughs> we got through all our ads. You oh, listened God. to them. You bought stuff. You know, <laughs> 
You can go now. Okay. <laughs> it could have gone whenever. Right. But yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. All, All right. right. This is from Jen. Okay. She writes, I am in a friendship with a couple who I knew separately many years ago. Okay. I used to teach their children in preschool. Okay. Now, many years later, they married one another and reached out to me wanting to know if I want to go to dinner with them. Okay. So it's like her and these two people that she knew yeah, who like, now okay. married want to go to dinner. Well, they were her friends separately? I guess. Yes. Okay. So this indigo has friends. Oh, that's great. Good. Yeah. So far, so good. People who say... Now, she claims the people who say, let's go out and mean it. So I think, you know, as opposed to maybe other people, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Like, we should get lunch. Oh, okay. That's what she Like meant. that. Like, oh, we should get lunch. Yeah, totally. Okay, bye. All right. And it is difficult to do my usual indigo and make plans and then cancel. Mm-hmm. I did it a few times because my, anxi- my anxiety would get to me. But they, and this is in all caps, but they keep reaching back out. So okay. they keep on... Like kind of pursuing her to okay. go out to this dinner. Oh, Lord. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Which means they actually want to be friends with me. Oh. Also weird because as an indigo, I'm used to being needed. Friendships are usually conditional. Yes. What can I do for them? And it's not like, and it's not like that with them. Okay. I've been hanging out with my new friends, spending needed time away from my kids, and it's been okay. Okay. It's not totally comfortable yet, but it's part of my growth. Okay. Let's see how I do in August. When I go into New Hampshire with them for four days. Wait, is she married? I don't know the answer. She didn't say that in the thing. Okay. She does have kids, but there's right. a couple taking her to New Hampshire. Now, All right, so Scott's just red flagging it for you. Yeah, What's her so name again? Her name is Jen. Jen. I, okay. And <laughs> Jen. it's over time, and here's... He'd say it to your face. Go, Scott. Yeah, I would say this to your face. And if you want to talk about it, you know what? <laughs> just message me. And if I find the message, I, I will respond. Okay, as her, I, I want to know their colors. First of all, I want to know this couple's colors. Okay, Wait, where that, are, she's indigo. What she has herself down is indigo purple blue. Okay. So maybe like a blue to go. Yeah, her probably, purple's like purple. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know the situation with her in terms of marriage or boyfriend or anything like that. It doesn't say anything like all that right. in the thing. It just says kids. Uh-huh. Okay, so for me, I want to know the colors of these these two characters from wherever they are that taking you to New Hampshire. You know, what is this guy's deal? What's the girl's deal? I got to know that. Once I see their pictures, then I'll be able to give a better assessment of if these people really want to be your friend or not. Okay. Well, they definitely want to be her friend. Well, yeah, so definitely like what friend. kind of friend you're right. trying to say. Exactly. So exactly. you're worried that they are going to make her a special friend. Uh, yeah, I just want – I'm afraid for Jen just in case she just gets know to, what you're getting into. Yeah, if she like, gets – Like if you're cool with that, cool. Yeah. And look, I'm the Indigo Whisperer, so I know right now if Jen, you are listening, I got to – you know. You're indigo, so I gotta I gotta tell it to you, kind of you know, with kid gloves here a little bit. You know, I, you gotta calm you down. It, it was probably out of your comfort zone to even write that. Aww, so, right. yeah. yeah, I know that, I know that. But I'm also as a red, I'm very protective, yeah. especially of indigo. She's so sweet. Yeah, she's really sweet. Yeah. So we gotta we gotta figure this out for Jen. Protect Jen. Protect Jen. Just like at in, all costs. Now, inform Jen. Yeah. Now look, they could be normal, <laughs> and I could just be putting my own. They got to do it. Your weird yeah. filter on it. Right, my weird filter. Like your like, mind, well, where my mind goes. Here's another overtime story. Okay. When I first met you, oh, no. What, no. which I was like 18 or something. And I no. did not have that Britney Spears poster. Okay, yes, you okay. did. I did. But anyways, okay. I was a freshman in college and I, we were just starting to date. So it was very new. But you were basically the same person you are today. Sure. And, not a lot of growth, I guess. <laughs> 
And I had this friend in my uh, sociology class and, you know, like my sociology friend, whatever. I forget her name. And she was like, really wanted to be my friend. Like, and this was like really constantly like, oh, we should hang out. You. And then she was like, I want you to hang out with me and my boyfriend. You you know, me and my boyfriend should we hang out? And then she had this whole thing like, you need to sleep over at our house. Yeah. Like my boy. Hold on. And and she was like, I'm going to make you this special drink. And it was like some alcoholic drink. I forget what it was. I'm like, oh, what's that? And, you know, I'm innocent 18 year old indigo purple me i'm like what's that cool yeah sleepover oh i'm gonna make a friend okay she's with her boyfriend whatever like yeah sleepover fun watch movies right and i remember right. telling you like oh scott next weekend i'm going to sleep over at this girl's house with her boyfriend they're going to be the special drink and you're like megan <laughs> here comes the voice megan! <laughs> the voice coming out they're trying to have a threesome with you <laughs> of course they were are you are you, are you stupid don't yeah. go over there of course <laughs> And I'm like, what's the threesome? You're like, Megan, what? <laughs> <laughs> and you like, I'm going at me. to roasties. And you were like, so. And we weren't dating that long, so I could tell you had been holding back from being too, I don't know, controlling sounding. But yeah. you just like let it all out. You were like, you are not going over there. And I was like, okay, I didn't yeah. even think of that. Yeah. To this well, day, we yeah. don't know if you're right or not. Oh, but no, I listened to okay. you. There is no doubt that I was right about that. <laughs> Okay, there are like maybe two things in this world that I know for 100% that I'm right about. And that's one of those two things. Okay. All right. All right. So. All right. So. Be, I mean, maybe as a comfort zone, you want to, le- you know, get jump out into, very, which is yeah, fine. Okay. And over time, that's a possibility. We are a inclusive crew. Go for it. All right. And, well, and the other side, would they care? Probably not. You know, they, they Oh, they don't care. No, they don't care. <laughs> go have fun. All right. All right. All right. Anyways, this podcast is for you and about you. We're so glad you spent some time with us today. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on Auto Trader. They're really good at numbers. <laughs> Auto Trader.